Tyler McComas. Dylan Gabriel, who will absolutely be the starting quarterback there, uh, that, that transfer, that's quietly not in Norman. It's not quite in Norman, but nationally, that's one of the biggest transfers in the sport this past cycle. If Dylan Gabriel is not at Oklahoma, what is Oklahoma football this year? They swung and missed on Jackson Dart. Maybe they would have landed Dart if they didn't have Gabriel. My point is, he's one of the most important players, and that position is one of the biggest boom or bust position groups this year for contending teams. That's a, that's a lot of weight on his shoulders this year, and I look forward to watching him play too. I also look forward to watching what kind of style they try and employ out there at Oklahoma. That's still the favorite in the Big 12. You've seen all the churn and all the players leaving. Still the odds-on favorite to win the Big 12. Huh. Well, shocking. Josh Pate of 247 Sports has uh, something smart to say. and He's, he's actually really good. Yeah. Not because of that take. I just he's, He actually does a good yeah, job. Shocking to hear someone say that Dylan Gabriel to Oklahoma is better than Connor Bazelak to Indiana. Wow. He did do some great things at Missouri, like win five games once, but I'll let it happen. On three. Hashtag breaking. Uh-oh. OU has a new quarterback. Ooh. He hails from the University of Pitts. A guy with two last names? Davis Bevel. How about that? Almost screwed up the last name there. Davis Bevel, he's betting on himself is what he says in his text. And, oh, buddy, he wears number 11 as well. And he's got the horns down in his picture wearing the number 11 jersey. So not a whole lot of great players around here have worn number 11. So let's see if Davis Bevel can be the first player Mm -hmm. ever uh, to be successful wearing that number. There may not have been many players uh, in the past wear 11, but – uh, 75% of the roster now wears 11. So. <laughs> Dude, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> so we'll, oh, my gosh. We'll see Does Kobe McKenzie there. wear it? Right? Yeah. Uh, Nick Benito just wore it. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood was wearing it last year. I think it's actually maybe thinned out a little bit, but, yeah, um, pretty wild. Hey, that's good news. Um, the Bevel kid from Pitt, six foot, six inch. 235 pound from Greenville, uh, South Carolina. Don't know a whole heck of a lot about him, but uh, got good size. And I'm sure there's there's plenty there. They would not have extended an offer if they didn't totally believe that he made them a better football team and upgraded the quarterback situation right away, right? I mean – that this isn't the time to bring in what you would consider to be a project. Now, does that mean that he's going to be a polished uh, quarterback coming in? Not necessarily, but uh, I don't think this is one of those guys that you're just bringing in off of potential. You have to feel like there's got to be something there. Yeah, so he came off the bench last year to relieve Pitt's starting quarterback in the – 
in the Peach Bowl against Michigan State. Michigan State with Mel Tucker got a pretty good defense last year. Yeah, the Pickett kid. And no, Pickett did not play that That's game. That's what I'm saying. The That's... Nick Patty kid. Oh, that who he? Yeah, he was the starter okay. of that game. I, I can't. I, did Kenny Pickett sit out that game? I don't, anyway, he must have. Anyway, um, yeah, Davis Bevel came in the game and he finished 14 of 18. For 149 yards, uh, one touchdown, and one interception. Not bad. Not at all bad for so he's at being least, a third stringer. Yeah, he's at least played in you know a, a New Year's Six Bowl game. So, okay. There you go. Um, huh. I, I mean, my thoughts on the backup quarterback situation don't really dramatically change after this, but... I mean, you have had someone that's played high-level Division One quarterback, so, I mean, it. I, I guess it... It made the team better today. How about that? I think that's the case. I think you have to trust that, you know, the guys that they've been chasing down are um, are going to make them better and are going to have a very, very high percentage chance of being like the go-to backup quarterback. Right? I mean, that I, I don't I don't think that they would be out there looking for a quarterback. And I could be wrong on this. Um, I don't think they'd be looking for a backup quarterback if they if they felt like they had a solid guy there. It just I don't know. They must see something they really like in him, and uh, perhaps in that area, either Venables had a history with him in recruiting him in high school, or Lebby in that area as sure. well. I, I guess not everyone got the joke there. Yes, I know that there have been some great Sooners wear number eleven. <laughs> But Teddy wore it number 11, so I was attempting to crack to, a joke there. Yeah, you got to remember that most everything that Tyler says is going to be some way, shape, or form aimed at me. Yeah, so everyone's <laughs> like, what about Jack Mildren? He wore 11, never heard of him. Yes, I have heard of Jack Mildren <laughs> and D.D. Westbrook and everyone else that's been really good that's wore 11. But we can move on from that, I guess. I I say keep lighting up the text line with number 11 former players. <laughs> uh, Davis will also give prep insight on Whipple's offense ahead of the Nebraska game. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess he's going to run something similar at Nebraska as to what he did at Pitts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's, there's an added bonus. Well, here's the thing. I'm not – I know BV defended Whipple last year – um, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's been in the he's been in the game for a long time. I don't know how long he was at Pitt before he went to Nebraska, but uh, I I would trust Venable's understanding of Pitt's offense more than I would Davis Bevel's. But he may be able to to add something there a little bit signs. Something at the line of scrimmage, perhaps, how they change plays or something. So, yeah. I may be crazy on this, but if uh, Nebraska beats OU, I feel like it's going to be more because of the Nebraska defense than it is going to be because of the Nebraska offense. So I think if Nebraska wins, it's because it'll be a low-scoring game, not a 48-45 shootouts. Just, so just a hunch there. If we lose uh, to Nebraska, we don't take the pitchforks to da- uh, Davis Bevel's dorm room. No, I, no, I, we should. We still should. <laughs> right. Let's not. No, let's not go there just we'll blame yet. It, it will clearly anyone. be his faults. Yeah, blame it on anyone we can. Good stuff. Well, there you go. Um, we knew Venables had said pretty adamantly that they're going to be looking for another quarterback, and uh, there's their guy. 
The next thing would be um, the wide receiver spot, right? Still think that they're a possibility that they add one or maybe more uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I wonder if it's a situation where if they just have one available scholarship left or, or one that they want to use, it's, all right, J.J. Hester, all right, L.V. Bunkley Shelton, whoever wants to commit first, it's it's your scholarship. So if you want to come here, you better go ahead and make a decision before the other one does. I, I don't know if that's the situation that exists here. Maybe they would take both of them, but – it feels like the sentiment from the fan base is that they would rather have uh, J.J. Hester. They like the Booker T connection that's there. Yeah. That's a very small sample size, though, of uh, what I'm getting on the text line. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, I think that they, they probably like both of those guys, and I don't know if it was first come, first serve necessarily, but um, you got to also wonder if, there's still any any chance, perhaps, that uh, a scholarship opens up somehow. Sure. You know, things happen, guys. I know the transfer portal window has closed, but that doesn't mean that, that guy, everyone's going to hang around that's on scholarship. or You never know. But, uh, yeah, at least one of those guys I would expect is, is probably going to come to OU. Well, this guy will stick out six foot six. Yeah, I mean he'll be he'll be the first one that you, that you spot in warmups. Uh, you look for the left-handed guy. There's your starter, and you look for the six foot six guy. That's your that's your backup. Do you How think big Rucker? He's not he's not that big, right? No, he's, six one, six two. Uh, was he listed at five eleven when I was looking? Oh, really? uh, during okay. the first hour. Yeah, you said he was a smaller guy, and I, I think that pretty much checked out there. Do you think that they offered Davis Bevel? Uh, they told him, like, hey, you don't have to compete for the backup quarterback job. You were going into fall camp as the backup quarterback. Uh, How do you think they approached that? I, I doubt that they uh, gave him the backup quarterback spot. They probably approached it this way. We're looking for a quarterback because we need a backup. We've done our research on you. We fully believe that if you show up, you learn the offense, uh, you put the work in, we feel like there's a, a really good chance that that, that spot's going to be yours. But I, don't, I doubt that they have guaranteed him anything. Yeah. Uh, played in three games last year. UMass, great football team, Teddy, as we know of. Mm-hmm. Mentioned it all the time. Uh, September 4th, he was, what, 2-3 of three for 45 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, faced off against New Hampshire in September. He was 1-1 for 13 yards that day. No touchdowns, no picks. And, of course, Michigan State in the Peach Bowl last year, 14-18. of 18. He had one pick and one touchdown, uh, 149 yards passing. So, 207 passing yards last year in three games. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I'm I'm starting to try to think I'm kind of thinking about it. You know, outside of because Matt Corral's pretty big, isn't he? Matt Corral, like tall, no, well, six no, two. Yeah, I, I, no, yeah. Because yeah. I was I was trying to think. You know, with the with the Evers kid, he's got some good height to him, and um, oh gosh, what's the other kid? The five star quarterback for next. Next recruiting class. Jackson Arnold. He's pretty tall, isn't he? Uh, Jackson Arnold is a bigger kid, yes. I feel like that's a little bit more Lebby's history at quarterback is the taller guy. Uh, even if you go back to some of those Baylor offenses, like Bryce Petty, I think was 6'5", wasn't he? Um, 
Yeah, and I think Jarrett Stidham was – I mean, he wasn't 6'5 there, but he seemed like, yeah, he was about 6'2", 6'3". I think that may be a little bit more his style. So, I guess it's not it's not strange to see that he's uh, he's targeted a little, little taller guy, but I don't know. That may just be a coincidence. Not sure. Gabriel's kind of the outlier there. And, I think and, everyone has, especially offense guys, have a preference on what they want at, at quarterback, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you're at a school like OU, you can, for the most part, you know, go about players that you want your, your preference to be in terms of height, size, you know, all that. You can have the – I would say – Be a little bit more selective. Just like anything else, have your preferences, but – don't eliminate guys because they don't fit within totally your preferred guidelines because there's really great players out there of all different sizes. And you don't want to miss out on uh, an excellent player just because he he's, doesn't click the right height for you or, or hit the right preferred weight at a given time. So there you go. Good news. Did you expect that sooner? Like, Did you think that was going to happen right away? Right now, it kind of fits the timeline. You think it was going to stretch out longer? Um, I, I would have guessed a, I would have guessed a decision by Wednesday, um, because these guys are making decisions pretty quick. Especially after, if Gary Bohannon was still out there, then I might have said, eh, maybe they're waiting to see if he decides first, and then going after this Davis Bevel kid. But yeah, I, I guess it's right around the same timeline you thought. I'm sure that. We're going to hear from one of these two receivers pretty quickly as well. And we're hearing from a uh, recruit uh, out in the state of Virginia at uh, 5 o'clock. So this could be quite the day. Quite yeah. the day for OU. Yeah. Um, I, I I imagine that, you know, once things start to fall into place, there's probably a little bit of anxiety of you better announce pretty quickly where you're going. Right before they start moving on and try and fill that spot pretty quickly, so you feel like the dominoes will fall pretty fast. Yeah, just judging off this kid's numbers and what he's done in the past, you're not getting someone that's going to make a whole lot of plays out of the pocket. Um, it kind of looks like just the opposite, actually. He is definitely, from what I can tell, a or, or at least was at Pitt, a pocket passer, and at six foot six, two hundred and thirty five pounds. I think that's going to be pretty much expected, that that's what he's going to be. Yeah. Well, ultimately, uh, I guess you don't want just a – hardly anyone is a pure pocket passer these days. You've got to have some type of athletic ability to be able to move around. Like one of the biggest things in college football right now is – and it's and it's made its way up to the NFL – is the threat of the quarterback run game. If that threat is there, it doesn't have to be the biggest part of your offense or even a major part of your offense, but if that threat is there, forces the defense to to account for it, and whenever that happens, you're less bolstered throughout the other areas of your, of your run D. So um, my guess is he's going to be adequately athletic enough to be able to do some things in the run game. Text line's uh, small sample size, but sounds like the new QB is pretty accurate. At least he was in the Peach Bowl. Yeah. And you got to go back, just on that last point, you got to go back and, and remember, too, that I believe the Whipple offense at Pitt was like a throw it. 60 times a game type of offense, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think they threw it quite a bit yeah. Yeah, with Kenny so, Pickett. 
I think that's one of the things you got to remember too. There, they're not judging that, by Jordan Addison's numbers. Yeah, they threw it a yeah, lot last year. That that system didn't ask a whole lot of the quarterback as far as you know running around and, and making plays with the, with their legs. I think it was all pocket, quick stuff, get the ball out. So we don't have the bow hammer, but text line says Tyler, you got the Bev dozer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice. Who will be a better addition, the quarterback or the wide receiver? Um, well, it depends on which wide receiver you get. I, I guess we can – let's just go ahead and project that it's going to be J.J. Hester, the Mizzou transfer, who had 12 catches for 225 yards and two touchdowns last year. Like, the more necessary addition for this year is the backup quarterback, I would say. It's the more yeah. important one. But I would say that J.J. Hester probably projects to be more of an impact player than Davis Bevel throughout his career at OU. Is that you, – you good with that? I don't know. I think it's. I think for me, it's it's way too early to make that judgment. I haven't seen anything from either one of the guys yet. I'm just saying it like you have your now at quarterback in Dylan Gabriel for at least one year, maybe two. We'll see. But you've also kind of have your future there as well. Nick Evers is on campus. Jackson Arnold's on campus. Is this kid from Pitt, the transfer, Davis Bevel, is he allowed to outperform both of those guys and be the starter? Sure, but I think that we would project one of the other two guys to be the, the starter for the future. That's, that's why I say that one of these wide receivers, to me, probably projects as a, you know, more of a, a, a bigger threat, I guess. Um, more likely to, to have a, a big role in the offense. I don't know. I'm not willing to make that prediction yet. Um, yeah, you've got guys in line to play quarterback, but I don't think there's any uh, – he might be better than Nick Evers right out of the gate. Could be. Um, and whenever you're talking about a high school kid coming in, even if he is a five-star, you really never know what you're going to get. I, he will have – I think the best thing that could happen to him is Dylan Gabriel leaves after this year. Yeah. If Dylan Gabriel leaves after this year, then, yeah, maybe we have, have a real conversation here. But if Dylan Gabriel stays for two years, Nick Evers is in the system for two years, Jackson Arnold is in it for one – then it, it, I think it's, it turns into be a little bit more difficult for him to win a, the starting quarterback job. Well, not if he's better. Well, yes, he could be. He like might I, be like I said, he is allowed to be better he than might both be better. of those guys. And, you know, wide receiver is, as we've seen on this roster, wide receiver is tough to crack through, man. There's, there's been some really good wideouts, and I think there's a really good group of them right now. Um, I don't know. I Honestly, I'll just have to wait and see with these guys. One more. Uh, someone in the 918. I went to Booker T with Hester. Dude is a baller. I think he was underutilized at Mizzou. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever you are in a an offense in a conference like the SEC and you can't block it great, you can't run the football, you become one-dimensional, uh, you're always facing third and long – it's really it's really hard to utilize anyone consistently. If if you can't spread the ball around and do multiple things well, you can't really you can't just dial in on one guy. They're going to stop you from doing that. So if if he is that 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 good of a player, 
they'll find a nice role for him. <laughs> Clearly, this means we're getting Jordan Addison too, right? Yes. When, <laughs> when does that rumor start? Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, they they roomed together or had a dorm in the same hallway or something. Someone will probably make that connection. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on next. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit cavensconstruction.com. At Riverwind, we know what you need. You need the best. You're simply the best. Riverwind is OKC's number one casino experience. We promise you the best food, drinks, and service. The best buffet. You won't find better than number one. Get ready for summer at the one. It's summertime, and it's time to make sure your car's in tip-top shape for ultimate performance to make sure your family gets to their destination safely. Andy, I couldn't have said it any better. We can definitely help here at Seth Wadley Buick GMC, but we'd also like to take care of your service needs, too. Well, Seth, we know that selling a truck is great, but servicing after the sale is just as important. You bet it is. We are here for you. And you have acres and acres of cars, trucks, and SUVs here in Paul's Alley. We buy vehicles all over the United States. Bring them right here to Paul's Valley to sell them way below what other dealers sell them to the public. And when you come in for service, we can give you a no-hassle quote for your vehicle while you wait to get your ride serviced. We give top dollar. And here's the best part. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more selection, more discounts, and more for your trade, even if you don't buy from us. We are Seth Wadley GMC, the store with more. I-35 exit 72 in Paul's Valley, or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. When you need support, you turn to family, because that's what family is for. At Armstrong Bank, we're here to help you take care of your family, just like we take care of ours. We roll up our sleeves and get our boots dirty to help you succeed whenever and wherever we can. That's what family does. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Ah yes, spring is here, sandal season, summer is coming. Whether it's for walking, hiking, running the beach, or the pool, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered, and they have the perfect shoe for you. Hey, it's Chris Plank for Brown Shoe Fit and Norman, and they carry the top brands for your entire family. All your favorites, Brooks, Bionic, Chacos, Birkenstocks, New Balance, you name it, and Clark's, Steve has you covered. Brown Shoe Fit at 2427 West Main in Norman, behind the Chick-fil-A next to the Hobby Lot. 
Auto Image USA, Central Oklahoma, and Norman's home for the best in car, boat, and RV detailing. Let Mike Miller and his gang help you out with one of their many services, plus rolling lock truck covers, window tinting, custom wheels and rims, detailing, and paint correction. Auto Image USA also carries the best brands in audio, such as Kicker, Wet Sound, Pioneer, and Sony. Call Auto Image USA at 405-321-4444 or go by and see one of their experts at 2701 Northwest 36th Avenue in Norman between Rock Creek and Tecumseh. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher is your go-to agent in Norman for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has you covered. Call 405-307-0500 for surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Cavens Construction, bringing you this hour of The Rush, live on The Ref. Cavens offers remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma, can help take the ease off of your staff by fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Give them a call today, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, they're here to serve you as well. 918-282-7612. Cavens Construction, bringing you hour two. In case you missed it last segment, breaking news, OU gets a commitment from Pitt's transfer, Davis Bevel. Uh, he's a quarterback, 17-22 to 22 for 207 yards uh, with one touchdown and one interception on the year. But he was 17-22 to 22 in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl against Michigan State last year. So seemingly, you've got your uh, backup quarterback situation Figured out, I mean, got to say that this team is better today than it was yesterday, right? I mean, even if it's minimal? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that it's evident by the head football coach's comments during spring football, post-spring football, that they needed to add to the quarterback position, and they've done that through the transfer portal. Uh I don't know like kind of where he stacked up in their list of of guys that they would chase down and it's kind of hard because you're most likely unless you get lucky and there's just a really good relationship there you're most likely not going to be able to convince a a starter for a power 5 football team to come be a backup. Yeah. So even even with the understanding that hey this guy may be only here one more year and you'd have a great chance to win the job in 2023. I mean right. quarterbacks a very impatient position. You see guys moving all over the place. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, uh just those skill position players, they're always on the move. Right. Always. Yep. No, I I I agree and those guys want to maximize their time in college and be on the field immediately, and there's plenty of places where they can transfer and and be the uh, you know as close as you can be to the guaranteed starter. Nothing's ever guaranteed, but uh, be given that assurance that they're they're the guy for the job. So, I I'm uh, 
I'm, I like it. Yeah. Big like kid, it. big kid, six foot six. He'll be the start of, uh, tallest quarterback that they have uh, up there. So there's that. Someone made the joke about, well, this obviously means OU's getting Jordan Addison, right? It's interesting. Still nothing on him. All quiet on Jordan Addison, but he is in California working out. So I got to go ahead and guess USC. Still strong. It's going to be the one. same exact playbook as the University of Southern Cal had with Caleb Williams, right? Enter the transfer portal. Uh, throw out the it's not about NIL, it's about professional development, uh, and then wait as long as possible for the real news and the the anger from the rest of the college football world to seemingly settle down and then quietly make your announcement, right? That's that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, he'll end up going to USC. There will be some uh, scuttlebutt on Bama. Well, I, I guess there already has been. I'm sure there'll be some late scuttlebutt on Texas, but once again, Texas will get uh, teased all the way until the end. He'll end up going to USC. Right. Which, actually, that's going to be kind of fun. I did see a story earlier today, whoa, about your boy Josh Heupel and what he's doing on the recruiting trail at Tennessee, saying like, dang, Josh Heupel's killing it in recruiting. Can he bring Tennessee back when it comes to recruiting? And I thought, like, what? I mean, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee hasn't been that bad in recruiting recently. Um, they actually have, man. I went back and looked at their previous They've rankings. Probably been fringe top twenty-five. So currently, right now, um, they've got a top ten class, I believe. Twenty twenty-two, they had the number eighteen class. Twenty twenty-one, they had the number twenty-two class. Then the number eleven class, the number thirteen class, the number twenty-one class, the number seventeen class, the number fourteen class. So Tennessee has not been recruiting amongst the elite schools here recently. And, you know, you can make the joke that they're using a ton of money right now to get recruits. Yeah. They're not the only one. But well, Heupel is uh, so far getting the results with this 23 class. Yeah, it's interesting. The So is this really his first class? When did he get the Tennessee job? He got the Tennessee job his first year. Was it, it was not? It was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last year. I, but I feel like he got it late, like after the recruiting season was over, right? And that's whenever we I started think that, getting Well, the that transfers. was when the McDonald's thing, big bags were figured out. So I, I think it was pretty late in the process. Yeah, I think it was late. I'll find so the exact date. This is really going to be his, his first, uh, you know, at least full recruiting class. And it's going to be coming on the heels of a pretty solid season, first season for him. They've they've put together the that's J- yeah, it's January when he got the job. Was January it January twenty first? So right before the second signing period, right? Yeah. So didn't have very very much time at all to to hit the ground recruiting there. So yeah, I I I think Tennessee is is has laid the groundwork for a pretty nice season this year. You know, I. I don't think they're going to win the East, but I think that they're going to win a lot of games, and there may be an opportunity for them to jump up and win one of those games where they're um, a sizable underdog. That's their next step, right? Um, Knocking be- off a Georgia, Georgia or, or an Alabama. And it seems like – I mean, Alabama's got a winning streak against them that goes back to – Man, is it like 2007, something like that? Mm. And a lot of those games have been big-time blowouts, too. Yeah. There's been a few times. Actually, one of the times where Tennessee was close 
was uh, 09, Bama won a title, and Lane Kiffin was the head coach at Tennessee. And I think Tennessee had a field goal attempt to win the game in Tuscaloosa, and it got blocked. But right. o- outside of that, it seems like that Alabama's been winning like, by three or four touchdowns. But, the, yeah, that's that's his – well, his next step is to get good quarterback play in and, and win one of those games. Well, they're going to have really good quarterback play this year. But, yeah, as a, recruiting a guy and bringing him in – uh, you're exactly right, and they've got the big commit for next signing class, right? Nico, they got Nico coming in. So paid a lot of money for him. Nico, and they got Hendon Hooker back, who was excellent last year. So he's going to cap off a, a, gosh, I think it's a fifth year for him, or maybe even a sixth year as quarterback. Brings a ton of experience there. So yeah, I think Heupel's done really well. I mean, I'll listen to. A little hype on Tennessee. I'm not fully bought in like some others are, including yourself. But I'll, I'll, I mean, got a returning quarterback back, got a nice core from last year. What I won't listen – I mean, there's some schools out there that I won't listen to. And one of those is Texas A&M. And I've really been trying, Teddy. I've really been trying um, to not let my bias get in the way here. Right. I've been really trying to understand where the top five, the top eight hype comes in for Texas A&M. And I can't find it. And the only reason that I can point to as to people why they think why they think A and M is going to be really good is because they beat Alabama last year. And yeah. it is an accomplishment to beat Alabama, and Texas A and M did do that. But I don't think anyone's factoring in that that was the same team that also lost to Mississippi State, that also lost to a bad LSU team. I, I think that all of the hype and expectations on A and M this year or because they beat Alabama last year. And A&M was an unranked team at the end of last season. Yeah. Why should I believe that all of a sudden they're going to elevate themselves to a top five team this year? I just I, – I, I don't I, – I struggle to understand this one. I think that – I'm with you on A&M. But briefly on Tennessee, before we hit a timeout, they were 7-6 and six last year. Looking at their schedule right now, I think they win at least eight games, maybe nine in the regular season. So I think they, depending on the bowl game, they have a chance to be knocking on the door of a 10-win season. I think they beat, they start off with Ball State, at Pitt, Akron, Florida, at LSU. That Pitt game looked really tough before the whole Jordan Addison news now that they, they should win that game. There's no excuse there. Um, Florida's going to be tough. I they think could beat Florida. They could beat Florida. I Actually, beat I think Florida. I think they'll be favored to beat Florida at home and at LSU. Yeah. So you, if they start off the year five and zero, oh, um, they'll lose to Alabama at home. Then they've got UTM, whoever that U- is. Tennessee Martin. I think they win that. Kentucky's going to be a tough game. Uh, at Georgia is going to be tough. And then they end up with Mizzou, Mizzou at South Carolina at Vandy. I think they should win all three of those. Yeah, I, at South Carolina is important. Kentucky at home is important. Yeah. So I I think they got a chance at a really really strong season. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit a couple things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. This hour of the rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction, remodeling, roofing water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit cavensconstruction.com. 
Brad, put your shirt back on. Seth, I'm trying to prove a point. The point of a bare chest and a cashmere sweater doesn't prove any point. Wait, I think that's the point I'm trying to make. Make the point then. The point is that other car dealerships are bare and have no inventory. Yep. And at Seth Wadley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we've decided to get aggressive and keep more new Ram and Jeep inventory than anyone else. Well, during the Memorial Day sales event, you better get aggressive. Seth, anyone can go to SethWadleyDodge.com to build your new Ram truck your way with the financing your way and order it today. So why other car dealerships are bare and have no inventory, all of ours comes with a promise. Tell them, Seth. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more selection, more discounts, and more for your trade-in, even if you don't buy one from us. We are Seth Wadley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the store with more. I-35, exit 72 in Falls Valley, or click SethWadleyDodge.com. Put your shirt back on. Planting season is sprung, and if the crops aren't in the ground, you'd better check out our full line of Kubota tractors and Land Pride implements. With convenient locations, Great Plains Kubota makes owning a Kubota easy with great financing options and dependable with our exceptional service after the sale. When you want more than just a Kubota, you'll need the brand that serves. Great Plains Kubota. Visit gpkubota.com for the location nearest you. That's greatplainskubota.com. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. CCW Safe offers service membership plans for concealed carry permit holders. If members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides the best defense attorneys in the U.S., expert witnesses, and investigators specially trained in use of force lawsuits and investigations. Membership plans start at $149 per year for a single membership. Visit CCW Safe at CCWSafe.com. At the Y Summer Day Camp, kids find their why. Friendship and fun. A world of adventure beneath a golden sun. When kids find new passions, they find their why. Summer camp season starts soon. Find your why for a better us. For more information or to register for Summer Day Camp, visit ymcanorman.org slash summerdaycamp. That's ymcanorman.org slash summerdaycamp. Looking for a pharmacy you can trust with your family's health needs? Dave's Health Mart in the heart of Norman is a locally owned independent pharmacy that provides fast and friendly service with a personal touch. Dave's fills new and existing prescriptions, offers free delivery, drive through service, medication consultation, compounding, and blood pressure screening. Competitive pricing and quality products combined with expert advice and personalized service. Dave's Health Mart at 329 North Porter. Call them today, 405-360-8882. Caring for you and about you. When you need support, you turn to family because that's what family is for. At Armstrong Bank, we're here to help you take care of your family, just like we take care of ours. We roll up our sleeves and get our boots dirty to help you succeed whenever and wherever we can. That's what family does. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Funer Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. 
I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word, word on it. it. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. First of all, quick shout out to our buddies over at Roof Tech. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, runs the biz over there. They do a fantastic job. If you've had any weather damage, uh, a roof leak or a roof replacement that's needed, give those guys at Roof Tech a call. Uh, some NIL stuff, Tyler. I guess that. Uh, the leaders in college football have been all over the NCAA to do something about the NIL. So the NCAA claims they're going to do something. So here's what it is. Um, They are going to start sifting through all of these collectives and any booster or booster-led collective that has been found to have associated with prospects about recruiting on another college team or in high school uh, will be found to have violated NCAA rules and put the boosters school at risk of sanctions. Um, So they're going to be coming after everyone. How are they going to be able to do this with the NCAA enforcement staff being down to like 15 to 20 people? I have no idea. Oh, they'll just pick and choose who they punish like always. That's, right. that's what they're going to do. Uh, so Sorry, A&M. You may be in the cross, <laughs> crosshairs on this one. Right. So um, the kid that stayed at Boston College, the wide receiver, did you see that story? Uh, really good wide receiver. Uh, a bunch of schools were coming after him, even though he wasn't in the portal. Um, they were calling people associated with him, friends, family, offering him up to $600,000 in NIL deals, obviously tampering. He ended up staying at Boston College. They'll probably go after Boston College because oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. probably. He, he didn't go anywhere. But NCAA says they're going after some folks. Uh, well, get, uh, nothing's going to come out of this. So I, it, It's great, but I, I feel like this Ten is Ten years just, from now? I feel like this is all just trying to calm everything down and calm everyone down. You, you know what I mean? There's no trying real to, substance to this, and nothing's going to come of it, but it's going to make everyone feel better in the moment. And maybe have some of the, the places that have gone crazy start pumping their brakes a little bit on some of the tampering stuff. We'll see. Um, Elon Musk... Uh, I guess he gave his Starlink, um, well, it's an internet system to Ukraine whenever the, the war kicked off over there. Russia's not happy about it. Uh, says that basically he's uh, entered himself into the war. And Musk responded, Tyler, by saying, if I die uh, in unusual circumstances, you heard it here, it's from the Russians. Good. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't know. I think Twitter's really going to get Im, uh, improved here. So if Elon dies, I will declare this an act of war by Russia, and we need to fully immerse ourselves in it. Yeah, but I will I, go to war over Elon Musk. If you like conspiracy theories, you know, there's a, a certain group of people that are really upset about the Twitter thing. They're probably thinking, hey, this is our chance to kill Elon Musk and blame it on the Russians, right? 100%, man. (laughs) That's all I got. All right, I got a couple here. So NFL on CBS, this is interesting. They tweeted out a question. If the NFL announced a new expansion team, what city do you think most deserves it? Now, it's not that question that's interesting, but one of the responses. Mayor of Dallas, Eric Johnson, replied and said, 
The answer is Dallas. Why? We are about to pass the Chicago Metro and become the number three metro in the U.S., which would make us the largest U.S. Metro without two teams. Football is king here. Dallas needs an expansion team, and we would be able to sustain two NFL teams better than Los Angeles or New York. So Eric Johnson wants an AFC team apparently to play in South Dallas. Is this a great idea or a very overambitious idea by Mayor Eric Johnson? Now, the NFL put that out? Yeah, it was the NFL on CBS, like, hey, which city deserves an expansion team the most? You know, an off-season question. And the Mayor of Dallas says, us, huh. we could do two teams. Football's king here. I think they could do two teams. I think they would probably be able to handle that. Um, now, one of the one of the blowbacks is, well, Jerry Jones is never going to let that happen. Two teams with his, his uh, historic brand. But it didn't seem like the Lakers have suffered too much with the Clippers being in town. It didn't seem like the Yankees well, have suffered too much with the Mets being in town. I'm not. I'm not saying that that would make Jerry Jones say, "I'll oh, bring him in." But uh, it is something. It is. It is interesting though because I, the Staples Center in L.A., where both the Clippers and the Lakers play, like that's one thing. But Jerry's world is like. I like that's like Dallas's yeah. home. It would be weird if it both would those be, teams played there. The yes. Jets and the Giants play in the same stadium. Yep. Um, I don't know. That's that's interesting, but I don't see the NFL expanding. Well, I, I think it may be more of if the Jags ever wanted to relocate, or even yeah. if the Chargers wanted to relocate. That could be. I don't think Dallas is yeah. getting two teams. I don't. I don't think that that's probably ever going to happen. I think they could handle it and. Mm-hmm. You know, just add more god-awful traffic to that hellhole of a town. Two more. uh, Michelle Beadle, former ESPN personality. She says LeBron messaged her after she made fun of the decision and tried to get her fired from ESPN. I guess he said some very hateful things toward her because she made fun of the decision all those years ago. He tried to get her fired from ESPN. Come on, LeBron. Give it a break. Have a sense of humor here. Is Well, hang on. Is this – you think this is true? Because she seems to have been out of the spotlight for some time now. Is she oh, just yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. back yeah. No, I, I think that this is true. I can yeah. definitely okay. see LeBron doing that. Uh, last one I have. It's hot out there, man. Yeah. Um, it's very hot. But it's not hot here like it is in southwest Oklahoma. Damon Lane put out the uh, the temperature for today. It's 108 degrees today in Altus. Wow. <laughs> now, on hot days, it does feel about 10 degrees warmer in Altus right. than anywhere else in the state. But 108 today in Altus. Dang. That's, that's cooking, dude. That's crazy. Especially for May. I know. That place is – it always is – Definitely like six, eight degrees warmer. That's crazy, though, that it's that hot out there. Wow. Man, it's like we went from uh, early spring to midsummer in 12 hours. 12 hours. That's about right. Uh, crazy stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This is your home for Sooner fans the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're simply. Beats and Bites is back this summer at Riverwind. Don't miss Night Ranger. Motoring, watch out, Ryan, tell me you love me. 
and Starship. Plus, all your favorite food trucks. Tickets are just $5 at riverone.com or the box office. Another championship run for Sooner Softball is underway, and we've got you covered on the ref. Hey, it's Chris Plank. You hear me on the Plank Show and Sooner Softball, and the ref is excited about our new podcast covering every angle of this OU softball record-breaking season. Download Diamond Envy today as Tyler McComas teams up with current and former Sooners for all the latest on OU softball. Download new podcasts weekly in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Construction and Dr. Sadler with InMotion. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the healthcare solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at McFarlandUMC.org or call us at 321-3484. Hi, I'm Monica Paris, Client Relationship Manager at Belliance Bank Norman. Belliance is a locally owned and operated bank catering to the needs of business professionals and executives throughout the Norman community. We are conveniently located in Norman's University North Park. Business in Norman is growing and so are we. We welcome you to come by the bank and meet one of our friendly bankers or better yet, give us a call at 405-286-5750. Belliance Bank, experience the difference. Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10,000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few, I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's summertime, and it's time to make sure your car's in tip-top shape for ultimate performance to make sure your family gets to their destination safely. Andy, I couldn't have said it any better. We can definitely help here at Seth Wadley Buick GMC, but we'd also like to take care of your service needs, too. Well, Seth, we know that selling a truck is great, but servicing after the sale is just as important. You bet it is. We are here for you. And you have acres and acres of cars, trucks, and SUVs here in Paul's Alley. We buy vehicles all over the United States. Bring them right here to Paul's Valley. 
to sell them way below what other dealers sell them to the public. And when you come in for service, we can give you a no-hassle quote for your vehicle while you wait to get your ride serviced. We give top dollar. And here's the best part. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more selection, more discounts, and more for your trade, even if you don't buy from us. We are Seth Wadley GMC, the store with more. I-35 exit 72 in Paul's Valley, or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Do you know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. This hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. If you got emergency repairs, Cavens, they're on the call 24-7. Give them a call, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Cavens Construction, bringing you hour number two of the rush. OU gets Davis Bevel, a transfer quarterback from Pitt. I believe he has three years of eligibility remaining. We'll talk more about at the top. Uh, talk more about that at the top of the five o'clock hour. Caleb Spencer, a prospect from the state of Virginia, he was here on spring game weekend. He is set to announce uh, in the five o'clock hour as well. So there's a thought that he's going to pick OU. He's a member of the 23 class. This is shaping up to be a day of good news for OU on this Monday, and we're still waiting on these two receivers, Teddy. J.J. Hester, a Mizzou transfer from Booker T, was a four-star coming out of high school. L.V. Bunkley-Shelton out of Arizona State, a good wide receiver as well. So what's the most likely scenario here? OU gets none of these wide receivers, OU gets one of these receivers, or OU gets both of these receivers? I think one. One of the wide receivers. At least at this point right now, um, if I think they maybe only have room for one, right? So that's the way that I've understood it. Like, but like we said, you know, you can free up a scholarship if if need be. But my guess is you're just you're getting one of these guys here. Where's the LV kid from? Uh, the uh, Bunkley Shelton. He's yeah. from Arizona State. If I had to pick between the two wideouts, I think they would stay local. Bunkley Shelton had 33 catches for 418 yards, two touchdowns as a freshman. Nice. Uh, the local kid, J.J. Hester, 12 catches, 225 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. So Bunkley Shelton's numbers were better, but I, I agree with you. I think J.J. Hester would be the move here. Yep, I think they would most likely stay local if they had to choose one or, you know, I, I don't even know if – I don't know how that works if if both kids have offers and it's just kind of whoever decides first. I don't know how that works necessarily, but um, I'd probably go with the Hester kid. I'm going to guess that both of them have committable offers out. What, you get five visits if you're in the transfer portal? I don't think these kids are taking visits if there's not a thought that they're going to get an offer. Right. You know? Yeah. Are you a little surprised that they're going after a wide receiver in, in the portal? Um I mean, I, I guess you'll always take someone. I, I just feel like their their depth is is pretty good there for the most part, especially with the know. guys that you're that you've brought in. I guess with Cody Jackson leaving, 
that left a spot because he's a good player, solid player. Feel like there there's still some opportunity there for them to get better at that spot. I mean, kinda, yeah, but I don't know. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush is coming up next. Stay tuned. <laughs> 